Today's reading is John chapter 2. On the third day, a wedding took place at Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine ran out, Jesus' mother said to him, They have no more wine. Woman, why does this concern us? Jesus replied, My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now six stone water jars had been set there for the Jewish rites of purification. Each could hold from twenty to thirty gallons. Jesus told the servants, Fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Now draw some out, he said, and take it to the master of the banquet. They did so, and the master of the banquet tasted the water that had been turned into wine. He did not know where it was from, but the servants who had drawn the water knew. Then he called the bridegroom aside and said, Everyone serves the fine wine first, and then the cheap wine after the guests are drunk. But you have saved the fine wine until now. Jesus performed this, the first of his signs, at Cana in Galilee. He thus revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. After this, he went down to Capernaum with his mother and his brothers and his disciples, and they stayed there a few days. When the Jewish Passover was near, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple courts, he found men selling cattle, sheep, and doves, and money changers seated at their tables. So he made a whip out of cords and drove all from the temple courts, both sheep and cattle. He poured out the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. To those selling doves, he said, Get these out of here! How dare you turn my father's house into a marketplace? His disciples remembered that it is written, Zeal for your house will consume me. On account of this, the Jews demanded, What sign can you show us to prove your authority to do these things? Jesus answered, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up again. This temple took 46 years to build, the Jews replied. And you are going to raise it up in three days? But Jesus was speaking about the temple of his body. After he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this. Then they believed the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken. While he was in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, many people saw the signs he was doing and believed in his name. But Jesus did not entrust himself to them, for he knew them all. He did not need any testimony about man, for he knew what was in man. This is God's word. This chapter shows us two sides of Jesus' power. The miracle in Cana shows his miraculous power in verses 1 through 11. And the cleansing of the temple shows us his authoritative power in verses 13 through 22. Jesus' first miracle, the water to wine, was different from the other miracles he performed. Jesus' other miracles relieved the suffering of others through healing or provided for their human physical needs, such as the feeding of the 5,000. But this miracle merely saved a young couple from social embarrassment. To run out of wine as they did, according to verse 3, was bad form in Jesus' society. It indicated either poor planning or poverty or stinginess, none of which was good. This miracle saved the people from losing social status, but it didn't restore anyone's limbs or life. So why did Jesus do it? His mother indirectly asked him to do it in verse 3, so it honored her. But more importantly than that, it was the first of the signs through which he revealed his glory and his disciples believed in him, as verse 11 in the NIV put it. Disciples were already following Jesus, according to verse 2. This miracle, which was mostly private, 
according to verse 9, showed his miraculous power to the disciples. That display of power authenticated Jesus' message and called for faith from those who were following Jesus. That was the purpose of all the miracles, to show the truth of Jesus' message. Those who had already believed his message, or were getting close to believing it, saw the divine power that matched the inner conviction in their spirits to his message. Those who disbelieved Jesus' message also discounted his miracles. Their choice to reject Jesus could not be overturned, even in the face of great, miraculous power. Although we don't expect to see miracles ordinarily today, have you seen God's work in your life in powerful, unexpected ways? Others around you might explain that work of God as coincidence or be unaware of it altogether. But if you've seen God answer specific prayers you've prayed, you know that he's real and powerful. The same is true if you've seen God act in some other way in your life. Have these works of God in your life simulated you to even greater faith? I sure hope so, because that's one of the reasons why God works in our lives. So think about how God has worked in your life or is working in your life, and make sure you give thanks for that. But then put your hope and trust in Christ even more. And I'll see you next time. May God bless you. Have a great day.